Welcome to the Giving Voice to Depression podcast. We're your co-hosts, Bridget and Terry. Each week, we explore a different perspective on or experience of depression because it varies in form and severity, affecting us differently. Our guests share intimate details of their struggles, coping strategies, and recovery. We keep it real because the struggle is real. We keep it hopeful because there is hope in spite of what depression tells you. We're not experts or therapists. We're sisters and best friends who live with depression and know that talking about the illness reduces stigma and humanizes the experience, making it safer and easier to ask for needed support. You are far from alone. Hi, Terry. Hi, Bridget. Have you ever been asked what causes depression? Mm-hmm. We were the other day during a live interview, and we had to say, uh, we don't really know. <laughs> Doctors and researchers don't seem to know either, or at least they can't agree. They can't agree. For every article or study that you find with absolutely sound, convincing conclusions, there's another equally impressive and credible study with a different conclusion. Add to that the fact that some of the known causes or contributing factors, such as heredity, don't offer much hope for change. And it can all be a little, dare we say, depressing. Mm-hmm. That is one of the reasons why we are so glad when we get a chance to explore something that we do have some control over. And that today is going to be the mind-gut connection. You always hear that expression, healthy gut, healthy mind, and there's something to it. If you Google it, you will find a ton of research from places like the National Institutes of Health, Harvard Health, Johns Hopkins, not to mention an awful lot of books, including cookbooks. In other words, it is well worth learning about if you are struggling with your mental health. Today's guest, Zach Bush, MD, is one of the few triple board certified physicians in the country with expertise in internal medicine, endocrinology, metabolism, hospice, and palliative care. Here is Dr. Zach giving his voice to depression. Fantastic, Bridget. Thank you for having me on. And thank you all for listening in to Bridget's podcast here. It's uh, wonderful to see communities being built all over the world. Uh, ultimately, I think human community is the solution to every problem we have on the planet right now. It's isolation and uh, loneliness and real uh, sense of uh, separation from uh, status quo that leads to much of the, the, the stress we all experience in mental health and can tip us into kind of the pathologies of anxiety, depression, psychosis, and beyond. Dr. Zach says in his practice, two truths have really struck him. It can take just seconds for a normal brain to suddenly tip into what can become a very chronic problem. So I'm always struck by just this fine line between normal health and really pathologic disruptive uh, neurologic uh, wellness or dysfunction. Um, So that's striking thing number one. Striking number two is the speed at which we've seen the population accumulate these disorders over that 18 years of my short medical practice. So uh, it hasn't taken me a lifetime of seeing patients to recognize, my word, we are seeing extraordinary uh, you know, uh, penetration in the, in the public of these conditions. In fact, Dr. Zach describes that penetration as a catastrophic increase in mood disorders. To put it in perspective, he looks back to when Sigmund Freud and his colleagues compiled the first health statistics. 
They found that in 1900, the typical uh, population in Europe or the U.S. had a, a prevalence of major depression of about one in 100. That lifetime prevalence in today is one in two or one in three uh, individuals, meaning that you know some 33 to 50 percent of the population is going to suffer from some form of depression. And so that, that extraordinary acceleration from one in 100 to one in two or three begs us to reevaluate our definition or our understanding of how these mood disorders develop. In that 33 to 50% was Dr. Zach himself. About a decade ago, he suffered what he calls major depression. And so when I got hit with it, it was shocking. I, I didn't. I, the, the first morning that I ever woke up with a, with some suicidal ideation in my head, I couldn't even believe it was happening. It was yeah. just like, yeah. "Am I really here? Is this is this me? Is this where I've gotten myself to somehow?" And so I certainly can can um, you know commiserate with the experience in that once I hit that you reach a vegetative functional state where it's just like, I don't even know why I'm bothering with anything, yep. let alone some effort to change things, because clearly life is a waste of effort, because look how much energy I put out in those first 40 years, and I ended up with what? You know, and you're, you're struggling in a depressed state to see any value in life itself, let alone you know some exercise regimen or nutrition regimen or whatever it is. But as we're often reminded in life, when we change nothing, nothing changes. Dr. Zach offers us some science and research-based choices that he says can result in major improvements for those of us with depression. I want to remind you that what you're experiencing right now is not your weakness, and we don't need to blame our parents or other things for this full experience. We need to heal those emotional injuries that we accumulate during the lifetime, but it's not really those emotional injuries that directly caused your physiology to occur as it is right now. It's really these chemicals in your food chain, the, the collapse of your micro ecosystem, this glyphosate killing the bacteria, fungi as an antibiotic, and then going on to cause this leak. So right now I want you to feel elevated and relieved that this is not a personal problem. You have a very common physiology. Which brings us back to the gut, which Dr. Zach says could be ground zero for mood disorders, including major depression and anxiety. We'll link to several articles for those of you who would like to do a deeper dive, but here's a quick overview. And so what is leaky gut? Leaky gut is a description of permeability or the ability of the gut lining or the ability of the gut to keep the right stuff out and absorb the stuff that you would need in the body. Bush says, ideally, toxins and other bad stuff are kept out while the good stuff gets the green light via a gatekeeper or barrier system. And so it's not like a spot weld that's either present and strong or broken. Instead, the tight junction can open up like Velcro and then zipper right back together again. That allows large molecules to intelligently and selectively be brought into the body. The problem has arisen that we have a common toxin in the food chain now called glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in the famous weed killer Roundup. Roundup and almost all the over-the-counter weed killers, Bush says, making the toxin ubiquitous because it's water-soluble. And so you take a water-soluble toxin, you put it into a water planet, and you're going to end up with signs of that uh, toxin in every single biologic region that the water cycle would touch and doing damage all the way along. It also evaporates, and so now you get 
uh, a large amount of glyphosate in the air itself that we're breathing and then it ends up in the clouds that will then rain back down on us. And so this ever-present molecule now turns out to have direct damage to the Velcro that I just described. With that leak, you then get overwhelm of the immune system where we develop inflammation. And so in the chronic inflammation state, we start to have dysfunction across all of the systems of the body, including the neurologic system. Bush says when you add the fact that bacteria are now recognized to interact with the cells in your gut, leaks are not the only concern. It turns out that 90% of your dopamine, 90% of your serotonin is not made in the brain, but actually in these peripheral organ systems. So when you are exposed to Roundup and you blow apart the, the barrier system, you're not only developing leak, you're developing a collapse of the manufacturing center where you would produce the serotonin and dopamine that would end up uh, being the fuel for your brain to stay out of depression. But Dr. Zach sees that as good news in some respects. But ultimately, now understanding that depression, anxiety, and the like are rising because of an environmental situation, it empowers you and I on all to change our environment to change the depression. And since we can't entirely avoid glyphosate, Bush says we need to build up a resource center of bacteria and fungi to combat the toxins as they enter our bodies. So get outside, touch as much nature as possible. So bare feet, great idea. Ocean, great idea. Forest, jungles, mountaintops, great idea. Winter, spring, fall, summer, great idea. The more environments you get yourself into, the more ecosystem you're going to breathe and take in. The next factor Dr. Zach identifies is our foods. Organic foods have fewer chemicals in them, but of course they cost more too. We'll link to lists of the most and least contaminated fruits and vegetables so that we can make informed choices on how to best spend our money. And then there's what we should uh, add, which is, of course, microecosystem. And the wild ferments used to do this on every people group on the planet. And then as we developed widespread refrigeration, we, we stopped fermenting our food. And so with the stopping of the fermenting food, uh, we lost the ability to consume our microbiome uh, with the food. And so getting wild fermented sauerkraut, beets, turnips, carrots back into the food chain is a very critical part to family health. Uh, ideally, all three meals, but lunch and dinner should definitely have a bite or two of fermented food for ideal microbiome support. Dr. Zach firmly believes that these steps can help repair our gut lining and consequently our neurological systems and brain, even to the point of making depression meds unnecessary or much less necessary. Another healing factor the doctor preaches is keeping our focus on our purpose. You didn't show up here to be depressed. I do believe you can have profound insights of truth when you're depressed that can be harder to access when you're thriving. And so step one, I think, is to have gratitude for exactly where you are right now, right this second. Be grateful you're alive in the experience, whether it feels miserable and painful and lonely or it feels not bad right now. Either way, be grateful for the moment because this is your journey. It's you finding you for the purpose of you. That is ultimately what we're here to do. So those are my final thoughts. Bridget, thank you so much for having me on. Well, interesting. It's so nice to hear things. I'll have to listen to this again, to be honest, but that we can do to help to change or, or, you know, maybe fix some of the mental health challenges that we've got. 
Absolutely. And I find Dr. Zach incredibly inspiring and impressive um, for lots of reasons. But one is he's really allowed himself to change and evolve and follow kind of what, what's calling him and what's inspiring him. And I think that permission to, um, you know, perhaps let go of some form of what we believe ourselves to be in order to make room for something else. It's lovely to have a, a real life person doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he talked about the nutrition regime, regime, excuse me, I always say that word wrong, but he uh, also talked about the exercise and exercise regime. And a lot of us, I mean, I know we've got marathoners listening and people who go to the gym all the time, but there's also you and me and we're a bit resistant yeah. to the idea. But as you've mentioned in previous episodes, he has that four-minute, Dr. Zach Bush, Z-A-C-H-B-U-S-H, uh, four-minute exercise routine. Yep. And it's very doable. And, uh, yep. and it makes and he a suggests you do it twice a day to keep your metabolism going. Which, you know, if you add four and four, that's it's less than 10 minutes. So it's definitely worth checking out. We will link to Dr. Zach's website so you can check it all out. So thank you for setting up that interview, Bridget, and thank you, Dr. Zach, for joining us. Bye, Terry. Bye, Bridge. We truly hope that our podcast brings a little more understanding, helps you better articulate your experience of depression, or better understand how to support someone else's. We invite you to join us for daily posts on the Giving Voice to Depression Facebook page and on Twitter and Instagram at Voice Depression. It is a comfort to be among fellow travelers on depression's dark road. And remember, if you're struggling, speak up. If someone else is, listen up.